Hey everybody, welcome to to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. I'm Devin. And today we're going to talk about Stranger Things 3, because I guess that's what we call it instead of Season 3. It's Stranger Things 3. <laughs> um, <laughs> and in honor of talking about Stranger Things, we are all hanging upside down while we record this. Um, it's 100% true. You can't blood, tell. Blood is rushing to our heads right now, so um, it's going to get very interesting very fast. So if one of us stops talking, it's because we passed out. Yes. That's <laughs> um, yeah, okay. All right. So Ryan and I had talked about uh, Stranger Things 1 and 2 before on the podcast, and uh, we figured we might as well just finish out the trilogy. And this right. time we have a third person to talk about it. So, Devin, have you been watching yeah. Stranger Things from the beginning? Absolutely, I have. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. What what, are you, what is your opinion on the first? Like, brief summary on the first, what, first two seasons. What what do you what do you like? What what are your favorite parts? Um, I like season two better than season one. Um, by a pretty wide margin, I think. I think it does a better job of world exploring. I think that it's a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know if I loved without going into anything in season three. I don't know if I loved that. Uh, the shtick. that i don't know if i love that the shtick uh that winona rider had was i'm gonna staple things to the wall and make everything better but aside from that i think it's an, an endlessly fun like series i don't think that it has a lot of like i don't know it, it, it doesn't have a lot of like really heavy themes that go on behind the scenes but it's so bingeable and i think that's what i like about it how how much how fast did you watch the first two seasons i watched Season one, I probably watched in like a week to two weeks. Okay. Uh, season two, I watched uh, half of it on a flight to Holland and the other half on the return flight to Holland. Oh, nice. Or the flight okay. back. Yeah. So two sittings, basically. Okay. That leads into my next question for season three. How fast did yeah. you watch season three? Three days. Three days. <laughs> okay. Three days. Okay. So funny story. Uh, we talked a bit before in our uh, Spider-Man Far From Home podcast that uh, Ryan and I went to see Spider-Man together on a, I think it was a Monday. Yeah. The Monday after Stranger Things yeah. came out. So I was like, hey, have you watched Stranger Things? He's like, yeah, I think we have like, what was it? Two more episodes. We were on season six. I mean, uh, episodes. Yeah. Six. So yeah. You, oh, wow. we, we were on the exact same episode. So we could talk about everything. <laughs> <laughs> which we was, like, oh, was cool. like, oh, great. So we don't have to worry about spoiling anything. This is where we're at. Okay, let's talk. <laughs> so that's cool. we talked about it a bit, but we tried to hold off because we knew we were going to do this. So, uh-huh. um, but we haven't talked about the finale at all. Yeah. No. Which I think we're going to spend a lot of the time talking about that. Yeah. Um, so Stranger Things 3, it's the 4th of July, it's summer. Summer break, kids are in love, uh, kids are at camp, Hopper has a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it's, oh, I love it. It's I summer. Love it. Uh, Carrie Elwes is there. Like it's, what, what stuck out to you guys this season? Ryan? Will's growth, to be perfectly honest. Like Will's character, okay. how mature he's getting. Now, granted, there was that goofy part where he dressed up in a purple, you know, costume. But oh, yeah. I mean, I really, I really enjoyed his character's growth out of it. Um, the other, um, I, I liked. There's three characters that I like what they did in this season. Um, Steve Harrington, uh, yeah. Nancy, okay, and Will. Like I really, really loved those three characters and and how they progressed in this season. Okay. Um. Yeah, I did, the only one of those I wasn't a huge fan of because they didn't give her too much to do was Nancy. Like I didn't really, I I felt annoyed with her storyline because I I've worked in a small town newspaper. Yeah. Like it's it wasn't that bad in the eighties. Like sure. They might've just been a bunch of assholes, but it, that was, it was too, it, I think maybe that hit too close to home for me just having worked in a newspaper. So that was a little cringy. So I, I kind of like, didn't really enjoy her storyline when she was like having to go get coffee and, um, little Gary Busey People was just an asshole. Were caricatures. Well, yeah, they really were. And I really think that's what they were going for. They were going for, it's a small town. It's the mid eighties. Mm-hmm. She's a woman. Like 
she's new. Little Gary Busey's here. Yeah, like that's how <laughs> I kind of like that's how I took that. And that like to me, my thing with her wasn't that. It was where she went from being like the you know, uh, because J- 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 Jonathan was telling her, like, you've got to slow down. Like, mm-hmm. you've only started six months ago. They're not going to give you anything. Even if it was me, they wouldn't be giving me anything. So she went from being this, like, they should give me, you know, they should give me this. They should give me that. I should have this opportunity. Like, she felt entitled about it. And it's then eventually whole... where she ended up. Like, that's what I liked about her. There is a good, just, like, good comparison between her and steve harrington where they both graduate at the same time where she gets this dream job but she's getting shit on and then he's mm-hmm. like i don't know what i want to do with my life and i'm going to scoop ice cream <laughs> right. scoops ahoy <laughs> um yeah oh, which those it. costumes are legitimately on the internet now like mm. they've flooded the internet for halloween oh i'm dressing up, i'm dressing up as a stranger things character for halloween i hope so i'm getting the hawaiian shirt i'm shaving my beard and getting a mustache and i'm going to be Hawaii. I'm I'm gonna be Hooper PI. <laughs> I love it. I love that so much. Um yeah, that's happening. Um good. So Devin, what what stood out to you this season? What stood out? Um Who, yeah, what were your favorite parts? Favorite parts. Uh really or favorite favorite character developments and all that. I liked I liked some of the growth that happened with Hopper and Eleven's relationship and how he learned to be more of a dad mm-hmm. and, and like how he dealt with like, you know, teenage girl and what that means. I think I like that a lot. I think um, I enjoyed. I, all right, I have a spicy hot take on this season that that we can get to at some point. But uh, yeah, I, I liked his growth and I liked. I think I do like Nancy's growth a little bit where like, yeah, I, I think she had a lot of, she learned to be more ruthless in this one, I think. Yeah, and she's I the, think she, I appreciated that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the one with the shotgun. She takes charge. She's like the leader. Yeah. She like, be, I, I, she, I appreciate where her character went in the season a lot. For for a um, bit of time, she's like the babysitter like Steve was in season two. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I always like Steve Harrington as a character. I just think that, like, since season one, they did a good job of redeeming him. And I think Barb flashed on the screen for a hot second, and that was cool. Wait, what? I think Barb flashed on the screen for a second. Like, Barb? They were, like, talking about... Yeah. Yeah. At the very end, in the news thing, they were, like... With the fake, like, news clip, they are like, murders in the town! Oh, yeah. Do you know who that was? You've been listening to Hollywood Babylon, right? Yeah. That's Ralph Garman. Oh, that's Ralph Garman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So I'm li- I, I subscribe to the Ralph Report, uh, which is his yeah. pa- Patreon podcast. And he talks about his cameo in Stranger Things because people were asking him about it. He's like, I guess I can talk about yeah. this now because it's out. I was like, oh, I must have missed him because I had we had one episode left. I was like, oh, I I, I must have missed it. He's like, so yeah. I, I'm in the finale of Stranger Things when they do this hard copy-esque thing. I was like, son of yeah. a bitch. So I was like, <laughs> I said to I said, Anna, I was like, I kind of know a, a spoiler for the end of this, but it's yeah. not really a spoiler. I just know what they do. She's like, okay, that's, awesome. that's, that's kind of cool. So yeah, yeah I cool. had, I had that spoiled for me. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed Hooper this season. Uh, he was. I, prob- I know he's been getting a lot of shit on the internet lately about I, him being possessive and and that kind of stuff. I don't know why I forgive it because I don't love people that are possessive in that way. But I was willing towards, to overlook that, and I don't know if I like that. Possessive towards Eleven? No, possessive towards uh, Winona Ryder. Is it okay, so- where he was like, where he's like, "What do you mean you're out with some other guy? That means I'm going to be unjustifiably mad." Like in in. That shit. Don't do that. Here's here's the problem that I have with reaction to Stranger Things. And I'm not even going to talk about the whole smoking thing. Oh, because God. I feel like that's... Oh, yeah. Because, because I feel like that's self-explanatory. But yeah, what a lot of people have to understand, especially the people who like to complain on the internet and people who like to be mm-hmm. like, 
you know, social justice warriors of today need to realize yeah. that part of the appeal to this show is the fact that it is the 1980s. Yeah. They filmed this with the way people acted, with the way that they thought mm. about things in the 1980s. That was mainstream line of thought. If, yeah. if, uh, um, if Hooper is going to act, Hopper, if he's going to act possessive, it's because guys who were very mad, who were putting off a masculine, you know, personality, guess what? They were possessive. And I, I also think that it's not a secret that he's had a thing for Joyce for years and he finally right. gets the courage to ask her out. And then he gets like stood up like that without a phone call or anything. And then like, I I'd be upset too. Like, sure. It's not pretty, but mm-hmm. He's also emotionally going through a lot of crap with Eleven because she is becoming a teenager and, you know, three inches. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. and um, I think with the whole Eleven thing, like he went from having a daughter, lost her, and then like now he has a teenage daughter. So he missed like that yeah. in-between <laughs> period. So he's just, like, it's like a crash course into to parroting. Yeah. So it's kind of like him adjusting to everything and like trying to cope with every all these different changes and adjusting to this yeah new life of his um i like the uh scoops ahoy gang storyline a lot oh yeah um i was up i'm still upset that they have to split everyone up every season like i felt bad that dustin wasn't with his friends the whole time but i was happy Mm -hmm. that 11 was like i liked i liked 11 and um max's relationship like how they became best friends and like i dump your ass like i just love that whole thing like um because season two like 11 was off doing her own thing the whole time and it was just kind of weird yeah but this time she was actually part of the the gang and um and i love the uh the translator oh uh what's his name yeah, uh, the reporter, the bearded guy. Yeah, yeah. I want to call him Mr. K because he was on a show. Uh, he was on a Matthew Perry show where it was a it was a grief support group. What was it called? Go on. It, it was a grief support group. And he his character was named Mr. K. Can you hear us? Oh, I can. Yeah. Yeah. So like he was the best part of that show. He was kind of like the. uh <laughs> It was it was like the standout character, like Abed on Community. Like he was a standout character in that show, and it, it was fantastic. It. So every time I see him, it's like, oh my god, it's Mr. K. Um, yeah. but I forget his name. I have IMDb up for the whole thing. So, uh, oh wait, why am I season in season one? That's not what I want. Um, what didn't we like about this season? All right, here comes spicy hot take. I'm sorry. Um. My overarching thought about the whole season is that they went, you know what we're going to do? We're going to not do character development, and instead, we're going to do nostalgia. And I feel like the, this season, of, the, of any season, kept smacking you in the head with the nostalgia hammer to get you to look over here to realize that really not much is going on with the characters over here. It felt like a filler season, and I think it was my least favorite. Give me an example. Season two is very strong about Eleven and her powers and coming into all of those and like how she felt and how she fit in with normal society. And season three was. She's a teenager. And then like, I feel like a lot of the character development or a lot of the characters were just like, we're teens now. I guess we got to be mad about girls and teen stuff, I guess. And like, for some reason, it didn't like it didn't feel like those characters had that much of an arc or like like it feels like the group didn't have much of an arc, like the individual characters of the group and Eleven didn't. And like, I don't know, like I I feel like character development was focused on a few specific people. And Brian, I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, because I'm going to go really deep here. Just, you know, yeah, no, do it. I feel like the development of the characters had to do with them personally more on an emotional level than they had to develop throughout the show. 
because one of the biggest parts of human development when it comes to the way that we have our society set up is when you're a teenager, you go through dating, you find out who you like, you find, you know, like you either grow up with your friends or you grow away from your friends. Yeah. Uh, you find out who you are, you find out who you like. I, I, I know I just said that, but but you go through all of that. And you develop into the person who you are in your late teens. And then eventually that influences who you are as you, you know, get older. And with them having their fights going back in their relationships, to me, that's where that development was. So the whole like teen thing, like that's important. And they contrast that with, and I totally forget her name and I feel bad, but Steve's eventual crush. And she says like, Robin. I, R- Robin, I, I, yeah. I really feel like they contrast that because you have these kids going through all of these characters going through normal relationship development and how to relate to one another. And then you have this character who never got that chance. And she's sitting there listening to Steve and she's telling him about how she was obsessed with him and all this other stuff. And he takes it because she likes him and it's like, no, she doesn't like you, (laughs) which I absolutely loved. But I mean, to me, that's where all the development happened to me. This is my favorite season out of all of them. I loved the, I loved Robin as a character. It was like, at first it was was kind of like a little bit much, but then you got to know her. Like as you got to know her, you got like, she was fantastic. Uh, She absolutely was the scene where they're tied up in the bathroom scene are two of my favorite scenes in this whole season. Oh yeah. Um, and I told Ryan this in the car. Do you know who she is? She is Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's child. Yeah. And what's weird is and once you know it, you can unsee it. Yeah. You can see both. <laughs> like it's weird. Like in some yeah, scenes, you it's see, weird. Yeah. Um, but she's great on her own. Like I was amazed. Um, she's going to be in once upon a time in Hollywood. So another is reason. To go see, yeah. Another reason to go see that. Neat. I guess, I guess anyone who's a daughter of anyone in Hollywood is in that movie because Harley Quinn Smith's in it too. So, All right, uh, sure. One of the things that I loved about her character was that the fans, they saw that the fans loved Steven and Dustin together. Yeah. They, yeah. the fans love it and I love it. That's my favorite part of season two. So they pretty much just did it again, but they added a third person to it and Robin, which... And she rounded like she, like that was a perfect fit. Like they couldn't have picked a perfect character to mess with Steve and Dustin at the same time. And when it comes to Dustin being off away from the other four, I actually kind of like that again, kind mm-hmm. of like how I liked it in the f- second season. Um, just because again, for that development, because Dustin's like girlfriend was out across the country. So, you know, we'll they get, didn't have that, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to. We will talk to about oh, Susie. To. But my favorite meme that's come up from season three was the uh, was the spoiler meme that had from that 70s show where you had four of the characters making out on the couch. And then there was the, oh, oh, yeah. what's his name? Uh, Vez. Vez. He's sitting there and he's wearing the and somebody photoshopped the purple hat and uh, uh, cape yep. thing on him. I like that. <laughs> oh, like, man, that's good. I haven't seen that one. Um, oh, it's great. Okay, so how do we feel about the Russians? What are they doing? They're, are they just like? Are they just doing it because we're doing it and we need more people to start fucking with the upside down? Like, is that why we're doing it? I, I think they they tried to do it in Russia and then found out that it works at Hawkins, so they're gonna just come to Hawkins and do it. And it also explains why you have a major city mall. Yeah, in the middle of a small oh, I mean town. That, yeah, well, Chambersburg. Oh my God, the Russians are in Chambersburg. Well, oh, uh, I can see it. I think we talked about this. If they would have filmed the Hawkins Mall at the Scotland Mall in Chambersburg, to me, that would fit. It's one story. It's kind of corny. Doesn't really have, you know, a lot of aesthetic to it. It's mainly brick. Like that to me is a small town mall. The Hawkins Mall is what the Lehigh Valley Mall in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania looks like. It's double story. It's a lot of glass. It's a lot of white walls. It's very modern looking. 
Mm-hmm. The entire time throughout the first couple episodes of the season, I'm thinking, Hawkins has a mall that looks like this? Like, <laughs> where'd the money come from this? Like, who developed something like this in a small town? And then eventually the whole Russian thing got played into it. And I'm like, oh, this is a front. So I don't know if you guys know the answer to this, but how was were there like conspiracy theories in the 80s when malls kept popping up? Everywhere like, oh, it's the Russians. Like, was that a thing? I don't know. Because it, it feels, it feels like, like it should be a thing. Yeah, because like in 2019, I feel like that. Like if that happened now, that would be a thing. Like, oh, yeah, it's the Russians. Like, oh, don't use the face app. It's the Russians. Like, they're going to steal all your phone data. Right. Like, it's still a thing that's happening. So I, I, I feel like that should have been a thing. Can we just... I don't know if it was a thing, but I can throw you a conspiracy theory that kind of parallels yours. Yes. Go on. Okay, so when Walmarts were popping up all over the country... Mm-hmm. The conspiracy theory was that the government was building the Walmarts. It wasn't just a normal company. <laughs> that Walmart, that the government was building Walmarts, and under the Walmarts were bases where eventually the new the new world order and the black helicopters coming out of uh, Denver, uh, uh, Colorado, um, all of the WalMarts would unfold into into new world order UN military bases. I love it. I want it. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure somewhere people were thinking that all these malls were some Russian influence because everybody started dressing the same. Everybody started listening to the same music. Hmm. Okay. Shoulder, shoulder move, shoulder scrudge, whatever you want to call it. I'm putting my shoulders up. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I, you know what? I'm down. I all buy into that. It was. One thing that I walked away from this season thinking was, man, I really want a new Coke. I'm really surprised the they didn't Coke advertisement. It. They did. You have to buy it online, but they did. You can get really? it. It's out there. Okay. I got to do that. Yeah. I, How can you say, ooh, you never had it before? I've never had normal Coke before either. Wh- wait, what? what? Yeah. Do we not know this about me? I don't mm- drink any soda and have never in my life drank Pepsi or Coke or Dr. Pepper or um, I'm sure there's others, but yeah, I've never in my life had any of them. Like not even a sip. Why? How? I think I knew you I never just, had I won't. Why? What? I think I did know that. I didn't know. Yeah, to I, I just straight up will not drink it. Like, I mean, I'll drink like I'll I'll drink a, uh, a ginger ale on airplanes. And like that's like as crazy as I get with soda. OK, so is, is it a family thing? Is it a. Yeah, it's a, it's a family thing. It's absolutely a family thing. Hmm. Yeah, so my you, uh yeah you just drink yeah, hard I, liquor straight yeah basically no you know what i'll mix liquor with like with like a seven up or like an orange soda but that's it okay. like i won't do anything like do you drink coffee i won't do anything like what's up do you drink coffee yeah so so it's not he's, a caffeine thing. he's one percent mormon no it's totally not a caffeine thing it's totally a my dad took pepsi too far thing so now i have a visceral reaction to anything cola or like that kind of like i've had a root beer a couple times i think but like it's still too close for me okay okay so yeah question and if this goes against er everything then i'm totally okay with it i'll never bring this up always do it next time you and me are face to face yeah Will you take a sip of Coke for me? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm I mean, not like, asking you to drink the can. Just just, yeah, just I mean, the taste. I mean, legitimately, I'm getting that weird, like, like throw-up-y thing in the back of my throat thinking about it, like visualizing it. But yeah, like, I'll do it. Actually, no, I take that back. I want to give him Moxie. <laughs> I want to give him Moxie? to drink Moxie. What is Moxie? It is my favorite. Okay, so think of the strongest birch beer you've ever had. I mean, well, root okay. beer. Think of root beer. That flavor. Okay. A little yeah. bit stronger. Mm-hmm. And give it a syrupy aftertaste. Might be good. I'm not I'll try huge, it. I'd I, love to try it. It I'm is not my a, favorite soda. I'm not a huge fan of birch beer. To me, it just tastes like Pet Bismol. I don't know if I've had birch beer. I had oh, to have had birch beer. Black Bear Pennsylvania birch beer is the best. Is it? I love birch beer. And Moxie is just the next step after that. You just like root beer, more intense beer, birch beer. Moxie. See, Devin, I, I, 
I, I kind of envy you because I recently, a few weeks ago, I rediscovered my love for Jack and Coke <laughs> and finished a bottle of Jack in a night oh, with my brother-in-law. <laughs> and it was, it was, it was a fun night, but. Oh, it that got, sounds like a fun night. Dang. Uh, I'll tell you how bad it got. It got so bad that yeah. I broke out Star Wars Connect. Oh, yes. Those are the best nights. By myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang, okay. that's okay. awesome. Okay, okay. Okay, we got to get back to Stranger so yeah, Things. New Coke, yeah. new Coke ad, I love it. Yes. Um, yeah, they did that. They did a upside down Whopper at 11 Burger Kings, which was a weird promotion because I wanted an upside down that's Whopper. Funny, I almost just went to Burger King and got a Whopper and just ate it upside down. Be- just to was that all them. it was? You yeah, just got it, it upside. It down. had a special box that it came in. Like it was a black, like sandwich box. Okay. And then Ben and Jerry's had scoops of Hoy ice cream. Oh, that's cool. Oh wait, was it Ben and Jerry's or Baskin Robbins? One of the yeah, ice cream right. places. Yeah, wasn't I believe you. Wasn't Dairy Queen. So, <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. So, how do we want to go about this? Like see, like episode by episode. No, that, I think the biggest thing we just need to talk about is like the 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 arcs. So like we have yeah. we have three main arcs. We have the Scoops Ahoy, Scoops Ahoy gang. We have Eleven and everyone else, and then we have mm-hmm. Joyce and Hopper, and then yeah. everybody's favorite character at this point. Yeah, well, he comes in with Joyce yeah. and Hopper. Yeah. Um, so let's start with Eleven in the gang, yeah, and the whole Billy yeah. thing. So how do, how do we feel about Billy as the villain, the the embodiment? I it. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It it was I nice. Mean, it was nice to have the human face for the villain this time. Because mm-hmm. season one, you kind of had the her her papa whatever guy matthew modine oh yeah you kind of had him as the bad guy like the overarching villain season two you didn't really like paul riser was there you kind of thought maybe he was a villain but he wasn't really because it's paul riser and why would you make him a villain um <laughs> what is this aliens uh, <laughs> um but th- it was nice to have like a human embodiment of the mind sl- flare yeah um but it still bugs me that he's, his name's Billy, but I know he was Jason in that Power Rangers reboot. Wait, one, he was in the Power Rangers reboot? He's the Red Ranger. He's Jason. Oh, I really think cool. you're the only person who has a hard time seeing him as Billy. I am because <laughs> you they're, the re- they're rebooting the Power Rangers again without him. So, yeah. Oh, so he weird. did a he did an AMA on Reddit and somebody asked him about it. He's like, yeah, they're making another movie, but not with us because he's been oh. in Stranger Things now. So he's popular. The Pink Ranger sure. was Jasmine, and it's going to be a Charlie's Angel. So, oh, I didn't know that was her. Neat. Yeah, um, I, I liked that they did something with his character more than in season two because they really built up his character in season two, and he was a cool foil to Steve in season mm-hmm. two. But like, I, he felt underutilized to me, and this felt like I got what I wanted from him. Well, I feel like season two, I feel like half of the buildups for like the newer for, for the, uh, for the established characters in season three who were new characters in season two, I feel like they Mm -hmm. were just developing those characters in season two for season three to get them to hear, to get them to hear like that, 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 I also feel like season one and two are the origin story where in the, and then this one is this like, you had all that set up and this is like one of their adventures. Like this is what happens now. Like Eleven's stronger in her power. She's more confident. All of her friends know what's going on. Will knows about the upside down. Like he's like, there, it's not a, a secret anymore. Everyone's like, this is the world we live in. This is what happens every year in Hawkins. Yeah. So <laughs> everyone's kind of adjusted to this and everyone's just accepts it. Like right away, Joyce is like something weird's going on. And we need to figure it out right away. My magnets aren't working. <laughs> My um, magnets. <laughs> did we? All right. How did you guys? I know we're jumping plot arcs, but like, did that seem forced to you guys? It felt forced to me where I was like, I, I get that it's supposed to feel a little forced because you're supposed like everyone's like, Joyce, it's just magnets. Stop it. But like, 
I don't know. It seemed it seemed like they needed Winona Ryder to do the crazy thing because she does the crazy thing. Um, you also I, need I that think canary coal mind. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah. she, she's the canary, and she she's the canary. Like that's what. Or it was Will the canary? Because Will was like my name. I think like they both seconds. were. I think they both were for their own storylines. I think each storyline had their own canary. So you had okay. Joyce, you had Will, you had Nancy, and you had Dustin. Okay, you know what? I'll buy that. So yeah, each one I, of them. So each one of them discovers this thing, and that leads them on this path. And then all like in the finale, all those paths finally come together. You know what? I really loved that part. I yeah. really liked the convergence of everything. Uh, I wish it would have been sooner. Like I wish that we had two episodes of everyone together. Like. It was just five minutes of everyone in the Starcourt Mall, mm-hmm. and that that was. I was like, I want more. I want more interactions with everyone, but it's only an eight episode season. So, do we know why it was only only an eight episode season? Because it felt like they were constrained by it, and not that they felt like that was enough. I don't know if they were constrained. I didn't. I didn't feel like it was constrained by it. Yeah, me neither. I feel like it was just the perfect amount. I think they look at it as like so four movies. Yeah. So you have like if you cut it up, it's like it's like it's a mini series. Like it's not an actual series, it's a mini series. Sure. So that's what they do every season. So um yeah, I think that's just Netflix's model is just shorter seasons. It's kind of like British TV. I don't think you, if you go any longer, like even the Marvel shows went to like 13 episodes at one point on Netflix and they kind of like there was a lot of filler. So we, we lost your sound. Okay. So back to 11 and all of them. Yeah. We, we, we all said we liked the 11 and max becoming BFFs, right? Yes. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Will's dynamic with everyone having relationships and him not like, what do you think is going on there? I think he was trapped in the upside down and he's still a kid. He's probably maybe a year or two behind just socially than the other ones. That's how I took it. Yeah, I mean, I either that or I just related to him on, on a personal level. I kind of went through that growing up where like I wasn't really ready to give up a lot of the kid things that I was doing and couldn't believe that like, oh my God, my friends are dating now. Like, ew, like, you know, why don't we just go back to playing games like we used to? And like, you know, I... It's a bit of a late bloomer, but like I, <laughs> his story arc hit me a little bit harder than a lot of people's did. Yeah, I I can I can see that. Um, I agree with I, I I agree with you both. Like, part of me also wonders. Like, they do the whole "I'm sorry, I don't like girls" line. Are they setting him up to be gay? Do we think or like I? I thought because I had heard a character was coming out this season. I thought that was it. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Like Romana heard the rumor and then told me and like, we're like, well, who's it going to be? And then like, Will said the line. I'm like, it's him. Yeah. If that's the way they did it, they didn't really address it that hard. So no. Do you no. think maybe they were com- thinking about Rob? Like, do you think maybe that was meant to be Robin then? It absolutely was. Okay. Like, I think that's really what it was, but like, I think that if Will came out as gay, I think it'd be fine. Like, yeah. I think that would be like a, an interesting turn for his character. And I'm glad that he wasn't the one that was being messed with all season. Yeah. That was a really nice thing about the season was like, mm-hmm. he got a break. Yeah. He got yeah. A break. Can we talk about his older brother for a second? Sure. For like he annoyed the crap out of me this season. Like, <laughs> like, like, I understand why. So it doesn't really bother me for character development, but the entire thing of like, not now, mom. Like I wanted to reach through the screen and punch him. Like he does that like annoying scream too well. Here's the other thing. Like, so Nancy's like, something's weird with these rats. Yeah. He's like, no, there's not like nothing weird ever happens in Hawkins. Like he doesn't (laughs) think about anything that's happened in the last two years at all. He just dismisses it right away, which is not what he would do. Like your brother was in the upside down and you had to fight a demigorgon and demidogs. Right. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, Without ketchup or mustard. Like, I don't think you repress those memories <laughs> that fast. No, I, mean, no, I agree with that, though. 
I'm really surprised that uh, Oscar Mayer didn't come out with a version of their hot dogs called the Demi Dogs. Oh, that would be so good. That was the one promotion they did not do for season three. <laughs> <laughs> they did the Whopper. They did the new Coke. They were in Fortnite. Like it was a whole. They did <laughs> they everything. Were in Fortnite. They were in Fortnite. So this. I'm new wearing it- a promotion on my head. Yeah, you are. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about oh, that yeah. then. Yeah. Um, no, they put a they put a mall in into Fortnite for the new season. They, That's they, cool. they got rid of the retail stores and just put in a mall. And there's a scoops, there's the whole season. There's been a scoops ahoy in there. So they, oh. they, they say, oh, they're gonna do a Stranger Things crossover because they also put John Wick's house in and the hotel from John Wick in the game. That's cool. And then there's a John Wick crossover. But yeah, so the crossover was they put a portal to the upside down in the mall, and uh, then they had a Hopper skin and a Demi Gorgon skin. I'm so glad I don't play the game. I buy the hopper skin. I almost did because I, I uh, have the campaign mode where you get like free V bucks to buy stuff. And oh, I, I had enough to buy the skin. The only reason I didn't buy the skin is it came with two selectable styles, one with the hat, one without, and it was just uh-huh. his police uniform. If it had the Hawaiian shirt one, oh yeah, I would have bought it instantly. But they did oh, not, so awesome. they did not get my V bucks. So. Dang. Yeah, I play Fortnite. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> he was dabbing while he said that, by the way. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, yeah. So one thing I really liked about the I really liked the whole sauna test episode. Yeah, I liked how they yeah. they tricked him in there and it was just like. A great way, like I feel like I've seen that scene before, like the trap and then like revealing the monster, but it was the dynamic between Billy and Max. Like she knows that he it's his, her brother and she doesn't want to do this and she doesn't want to believe it. And then like her seeing more and more of it. And I had vibes of hocus pocus going on during that scene. Oh yeah. That's what it was. (laughs) There is a lot of allusions to other stuff. And I was, yeah, there is um, the, the red car from 16 candles is in like one of the first two episodes. I missed it, but, 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 I, but I read it. Like there I, is so wow. much crap in this season yeah. when it comes to like 80 stuff. It's ridiculous. And, like the movie posters like jumped out to me a lot too. Like there was a um, Dawn of the Dead poster at one point. There was a Thing poster. Huh. So I knew it was like going to be like mind control. Well, we just like, bo- body snatching type yeah. stuff. Um, Dawn of the Dead being the mall. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so and like zombies. So mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't know how they were going to do zombies. I kind of like what they did. So, yeah. Um, actually, no, I did like what they did. I liked how they handled it. They made it zombies, but they also made it the monster. So right, which was yeah. which, which was gory as shit. Like holy hell! Why is like I was yeah. watching that with Kristen. Nope. And like it was uh, it was right after the two like it was right after they show the first two people turn into like the blobs. First off, that gave me visions of the 80s. The blob. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that, but it's the blob that they made for the 1980s. I'll look it up. I'll tell you guys about it later. We can probably put on the list. But um, like the goriness and like the, the blubber and like the like the jelly, like that's what the blob looked like in the 80s blob movie. Um, so I got those vibes and we were talking about it and I was just like, she said something and I looked at it and I'm like, this is what a human body would look like if you put it in a giant, uh, if you put it into a giant ninja blender, like this is what you would get. <laughs> and then it went down into the sewer and left like the top half of the femur. Like that was perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Um, before, I don't think there's much to get into with this storyline except for the finale. Yeah. And so we can move on to who do we want to talk about next? We already talked about Nancy and Will's brother, who I can't remember his name. Mike? No. Gunther. Gunther. Yeah, let's, let's go Gunther. with Gunther. <laughs> um, uh, do we want to talk about Scoops Ahoy or Hopper and Joyce? Scoops let's Ahoy. Let's talk about Scoops Ahoy. Okay. I'll. Uh, d- d- this is my favorite part of the show was that I mean like I love this season entirely like I love every single part of it but I like Scoops Ahoy better than everything else yeah, yeah. and that whole thing like the Russian code them figuring it out going into the tunnel underneath dealing with Lucas's sister everything was just 
perfect. Forgot about Lucas's sister. I and then I, her getting like called her. out as a nerd. That was the best scene ever yep. where he goes through the plot of My Little Pony and she goes, well, <laughs> how do you know all this? Because I'm a nerd like you. And then she just gives him that, like, I'm going to kill you look. <laughs> in her face. I, I think the fin- I, a little talking a little bit about the finale, I think it was great that they just gave all of Will's stuff to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. All his nerd stuff that he's getting rid of because of stuff. I I'm, I just love that they gave it all to her, and she's like, "Okay, like yeah, I'm all right with this." Yeah, yeah. Th- that was one character that I'm glad they brought back from season two because she did stand out a lot. Oh yeah, like she was. Oh yeah, she, she stole the show for me in season two. She almost stole like there were so many other new good characters in this season that she would have stolen the show again if they weren't there. I I can agree with that absolutely. Um, but yeah, I love the whole. I got lost vibes like with them going down into the hatch. Like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Um, underground science bunkers just remind me of the Dharma Initiative. Of course they do. Um, yeah. Uh, what else is there? So they fight the Russians, kind of. It's a lot of them just sneaking around in air vents and stuff, right? Yeah. Which is yeah, honestly like, very 80s. Yeah. They get it's captured. Very 80s. Oh, yeah. Who are you looking for? Scoops Ahoy. <laughs> Scoops Ahoy. Like, <laughs> the, torture, the torture scene was fantastic. Um, the yes. truth serum like, gave gave us some of our best scenes Like while they're on it and then while they're like covering from it. But mm-hmm. I think my favorite scene from the whole season was with them or because of them going into Back to the Future. <laughs> There's that scene where... Um, they're talking on the walkies and it's just set to the back to the future score. Cause he's yep. in the projection booth. I love that scene so much. And I love that. They're just like, okay, universal take all of our money. We want to use this soundtrack. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was, that was perfect. I did like the use of back to the future a lot. I like that. They kept showing the poster, but they would never show you the title of it on the poster. But like, didn't they show the title at some point? Did they ever like say Back to the Future in it? Or did they just like, here are clips from it. Here's a poster that you know is it. They, the music, they say like, Back to the Future because he's like, no, like when they're still hungover, he's like, no, no, no. He's from the future and he's in the past. So he's got to go oh, yeah. back to the future. Got it. Because Steve's confused is why it's called Back to the Future. Yeah. When got they're it. stoned. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Scoop Troop forever, man. Scoop oh, Troop forever. And <laughs> I loved how they made their eyes red. Mm-hmm. Like they did everything to make them look stoned. Like that—that that was the best part. Oh, yeah. Like their eyes were dilated. I think I saw online that the drug that they were most likely on was LSD. Which would it make makes sense. sense, though. Yeah. Do you, are you guys speaking from experience? <laughs> Yes, personal. No, I mean, I knew they were doing a lot of like LSD drug trials around that time, like for yeah. like for mind control. So like that makes sense. Yeah. Um, this movie's. I mean, this season set in the year I was born. Nineteen eighty five. It's just like I. I love that they set it like around July fourth because I kept getting like. On this day in history, Back to the Future premiered in theaters. And it, so it was like opening weekend for Back to the Future. And I think that's why they did it. It's like, oh, okay, we need to have this scene where they're in the movie theater seeing Back to the Future, but don't know what's going on. That's pretty cool, though. Um, I was I, three and a half weeks old at that point. Aww. Nice. I can tell yeah, I, July 4th, I was three and a half weeks old. Did I miss your birthday? Huh? Did I miss your birthday? I don't know. Uh, no, I think, I think <laughs> we were okay. supposed to do a podcast. You're like, no, it's my birthday. I can't. I was like, okay. Happy I think birthday. that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's what it was. Um, it's okay, <laughs> right. though. Again, when you're not, in your thirties, it's not really that big of a deal. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, okay. So I'm trying to think what else is there with scoops, scoop troop that we need to talk about before we move on. Okay. So, her them learning that she knew some Russian okay, and doing the translating. I loved that because that gave me memories when I was in Boy Scouts. This is going to be hysterical. 
when I was in Boy yeah. Scouts on campouts, that's when like compact disc players, like portable compact disc players were like a big thing. Like, you know, oh, man, you, you know, it's like you knew you were the cool kid if you had like a certain type of like portable CD player with you. Um, <laughs> on campouts, we we we, you know, weren't allowed to bring the, that type of stuff because it was, you know, it, we, we, we were camping. You know, you're not supposed to be listening to music. You're supposed to be doing stuff. So mm-hmm. we still snuck them on our campouts because of course the adults aren't going to be going through our bags which they they didn't but um we were doing winter camping in a cabin and it was too cold to go out to do the activities we needed to do so we were stuck inside so the older scouts which i was a part of we all took the bunks in one part of the cabin and all the like first and second year scouts were in the other part so we were closer to the adults Mm -hmm. and we were it was when uh romstein's first cd came out in the u.s so it uh, wasn't translated yes. and I had it with me. So we were, so I'm listening to it and somebody goes, Oh, I want to listen to it. So one of the kids had these portable CD speakers that sounded like they were coming out of a tin can pretty much. It was horrible quality, yeah. but still we're sitting around listening to Rammstein and the one kid was taking German. So we uh. were sitting there translating the lyrics from German to English with how much he knew. That's fantastic. And the scoutmaster came uh, in and went in and yelled at us like, what are you doing? And we're like, we're translating German. And he was like, what? And he came over. That's all we were doing. He's like, oh, whatever. Go ahead. And he walked out. <laughs> oh, That's good great. troop leader. So that reminded me of like that, of like them kind of like haphazardly trying to translate, you know, what the message was. And then eventually finding out what it was like that scene where she gets it. Like, I feel like that's her like establishing character scene is when she stands up in the middle of the court and she like connects everything. I feel like that is her moment of like, okay, this isn't just a side character. Like she's part of this. Okay. I love that scene. I love that. It was just everything in the, in the mall. Yeah. Like I, did you love that? I did love that. I love when that kind of stuff happens. I, I, did you not? I don't think I did. Like, I think if I'm being honest, I was like, that's too convenient. Like, I, I don't know. I think, I, I think that like, I get it, but like, I don't know. I, I felt like it was just like, I've done that before. Like I've been given bits and pieces of things and I'm like, Oh my God, all these connections to things. And I'm like, no, but it, like it ended up being, I wasn't even close to being right. And, and I think part of my mind was just like, what are the odds that it's the same mall that you work at? This random Russian translation that you caught from anywhere. Yeah. But then again, it all I don't makes know. I sense think, once you get to the end of the show. I mean, well, and that's the thing is it totally did. Like, and, and I think in my mind that transmission wasn't coming from under the mall when it happened in my mind, he picked up the transmission from Russia still. And I was like, what are the odds that the Russians are in Russia talking about this mall? Like, damn it. Yeah. But like now it makes sense. Like, knowing how it ends it totally i totally get it but like for for me it was like nah it's too convenient uh anything else with the scoop troop that we want to touch on Uh, more with 11's group there's something i want to bring up so we'll wait to that but i'm done with the scoop troop for now okay yeah i mean they were they were awesome (laughs) like they were the highlight of the show or this season i think i enjoyed them so much Okay, so before we get into Hopper and Joyce, let's talk about Joyce and her magnets a little bit more. <laughs> um, so we didn't get much of the science teacher this year. Nice guy. We've met him. No, you very still, nice guy. You still have his autograph? I still have his autograph, yes. Where did you guys meet him? Harrisburg Comic Con. What? Yeah, he was like the only good celebrity they had. He, he was there That's... and they had the wow. red-headed guy who was Steve's original friend from season one. Like the jerk. Remember the, the boyfriend-girlfriend oh, yeah. that he hung out with at his parents' place? Yeah. yeah, he was there. And he was with like a friend. He was sitting next to the science teacher. And I made a beeline for the science teacher. Like as soon as like Alan and them like pointed him out, like I went straight to yeah. him. And it wasn't until after the fact that like they told me that, hey, there was the other guy from Stranger Things was sitting right next to him. And, and I remember making eye contact with him and just ignoring him completely. Like, oh. <laughs> I felt bad. Yeah. It's like, it's like not you. <laughs> so he has the best entrance in all of this show ever just because of Weird Al Yankovic. Because it's my Bologna. It is my Bologna. Which is one of his earliest hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Weird Al in 3D. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, you Dustin was wearing that shirt. He was. And Weird Al was like, yeah, free promotion. <laughs> Weird Al was Oh, I loved it. Um, no, I feel like the science teacher would be the guy listening to Weird Al CDs in his garage. Um, oh, yeah. We need to wrap this up soon for you, don't we? Yeah, it's okay. Okay. I just want to, you said you had to be out by quarter after 12? Yeah, I got 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we'll speed yeah. this up. Um, okay, so Joyce and Hopper, how do we feel about their relationship? I thought it was, for what the writers did, they did it right. For for I would have liked them to actually become a couple in this season, which... We'll get into the finale. We'll get into that, but... Oh, yeah. For, but, I mean, for what they did, I liked what they did. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I liked it. I don't feel like David Harbour was acting. I feel like he actually is in love with Winona Ryder. <laughs> if you look at some of like his social media posts, like he is like infatuated with her. Like he, he he was so excited to be on a show with her. Like I'm pretty sure that she was like his crush growing up. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I really liked what they did with him this season. Like he's like crazy, but not too much. But like mm-hmm. you need that for like the scene where he's like, I know what he's doing. He's gonna he's gonna go and then he's gonna realize that he's dead without us. Like what mm-hmm. what was his name? Dimitri? Yeah. Like it was Dimitri, yeah. Like that whole scene where I was like, dude, you're crazy. Like, what the hell? And like I I was doubting him for a second. Like, dude, no, like he's gonna uh. drive away. And he's like, No, no, he's not. Like, I know what's going on. He's gonna stop. Like and then he's right. I was like, Holy shit, like he nailed yeah. that. Um, let's talk about. They Dimitri. actually released a book about Hopper and some of his backstory, and I didn't want to read it until after the season, and now I want to read it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of Dimitri? Everyone on the internet. Oh, he's great. Him. He's my favorite. I, I love he, him for all, those, my yeah, favorite all the reasons the internet loves him. Good yeah, job. There's a meme that to me is perfect it's dimitri with the giant bear at the carnival and yeah. he's like walking along and the tagline under him says uh the innocence of uh a childhood uh innocence alexi not dimitri it's alexi, alexi. and oh, it's alexi the next uh, and then the next picture under that one is the mm-hmm. is the russian terminator guy and it just says life <laughs> Because it's right before he gets yeah. shot. Uh huh. So yeah, it, it's, True, it's I like that. I liked how they made the Terminator guy just like a stand-in for the Terminator. He was. Oh, absolutely, yeah. they I, did. It was. It was maybe a little too nail on the head. Like we were doing. Like, they even got an actor that kind of like it. And they even call him the Terminator at one point. Um, oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Um, real quick. Yeah. When it comes to Slurpees, strawberry or cherry, where are, where do we stand? Oh, cherry all the way. I'm going to go strawberry. Blueberry. Oh. oh, that wasn't that wasn't a choice. Strawberry. Okay. See, <laughs> I am I'm in the minority. A, no, I am a berry person. Yeah, I am. Yeah. A, I am a berry flavored person. If so. it was a choice, I would go blue raspberry. But yeah, it was, it was not. Oh, I would never go blue raspberry. Really? It makes your tongue blue, and that shit's gross. You're that person. I am. I am a hundred percent that person. You will never catch me eating something on purpose. I'll turn my tongue a color. Now, I was about to say you were talking about how like the whole like how you didn't like the clues thing, all being all in the mall. I was about to make the yeah. comment like you're still that kid that wears the black hoodie that just that just has a negative opinion about everything. <laughs> Okay, we, we, we need to move. We, we need to move on because we're running out of time. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um. All right. So, I'm just gonna throw it out there. Never ending story. How do we feel? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So as, as a bit, first. it was the best part. When it fit in the in the plot, I like have some weird things about it. Yeah, it, it's weird that they stop in the finale. Like it's a weird placed musical number. But it's worth it just for the reactions of everyone listening to it. And that's why I like it. It's good. It it is. It is probably the best. Like, it's the best way to show like a film class how comic relief works. 
tension, stress, tension, stress, anxiety, two kids singing <laughs> never ending yeah. story. Never ending story. And it, it, they show, it, yeah. they show Will and Lucas like in the car with the, the mind flare monster hybrid thing chasing them in the background and they're just singing never ending story like just like what the hell um i've rewatched just that scene a couple of times me too um yeah makes me kind of want to watch never ending story because i've never seen that movie i've never seen it either you guys have never seen never ending story add it to the list there are there are two soul crushing scenes in that that you have to watch to be an adult. I mean, it just it's par it it it's paramount. Is it is it when the sister dies on the bridge? You just need to watch it. Does it involve a tar pit? I mean, you guys <laughs> just need to watch it. These there are two scenes <laughs> that you need to watch to become an adult. Pretty much. Oh, is it the scene where uh, the tornado's coming and Jonathan Kent's just like, stop, no, it's okay. We have, <laughs> we don't have that much time left. We okay. need to get yes. back on um, track. <laughs> right. So finale, everyone comes together, they're at the mall. Yep. Hopper and Joyce go into the, the Russian dungeon. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Eleven loses her powers. Do we think she's going to get them back? Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think she... I think she has to. I think next season will be about her getting him back, but I think she almost has to because that's that's her. Yeah, I think it, they're going to change. I think she's going to become oh. something that's even more powerful than what she has been, and she's going to be able to control it better than what she has been. I truly think that this is kind of like a cocoon type deal where she reached. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like you know the the the, the caterpillar yeah. and a butterfly type deal. Like oh. I really think. I thought you were talking about the 1985 film Cocoon by Ron Howard with the old people. (laughs) Um, But still, like, I really think that she's going to turn into something more stronger and it's going to be able to finally end everything because they're talking about filming a season four. But I and there's whispers of a five, but I don't think they'll go five. I really don't think they'll go five. I think rumor is four will be the last season. Interesting, because I wonder what's left. Well, we'll get into that. Okay, so real quick, how do we feel about Billy's ending? Oh, I thought it was great. I love that they gave him more of a backstory and like the whole like thing with his mom and how like it all ties together. And he like say, I I loved it. I, I like I liked how Eleven was able to save the day by not using her powers and like just talking to him. Like that made her feel yeah. more human than anything that else yeah. has in the show. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. We need, we, we're going to spend the rest of the time talking about this. Is is Hopper dead? What no. Do you, what is no. your takes? Hopper's no, the American. Take, no. Okay. I want to agree with you. I have I I have evidence for for him being the American and him not being the American. I still think he's alive. Okay. But my main reason that he's alive is the music that they play at the end of the show when he, he's re, when she's reading the letter is the same music yeah. that they played when they found Will's body in season one, like his fake body. Oh. So and they, when they were covering up, it's um, of all people, Peter Gabriel <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. covering uh, heroes by David Bowie. Like that's the song they use when they okay. found the fake body. Um, I don't think he's dead. I don't know if he's the American. The American could also be uh, the guy who like created Eleven. Yeah, because that I heard I heard that theory. That would explain why the Russians knew to go to Hawkins, because you never see him die. He was spying on the Russians in season one, so he was aware of them. They were probably aware of him. They found out he was weak. They could have kidnapped him at the school and taken him back to Russia, and that would explain how they got into Hawkins. True. Um, I think Hopper probably jumped into the upside down. Yeah, I feel like that's what I think. That's what Romana said right away. I heard I've heard the writers say that portals will play a part in the next season. So that'll be interesting. Um, I have one gripe with the finale that is an editing thing, which I just want to throw out there quick. So the, the buyers move out. 
They do this whole yeah. like, big thing about them moving out and they, they, they leave Hawkins and then they're back in Hawkins while Eleven still finishing the letter. Oh yeah. I, that, that made no sense to me. Like I already saw yep. them leave like narrative, like timeline wise. It was just weirdly I've edited. seen stuff like that before, but in older, let's see, this is one of the things that I like about the, the show and one of the reasons why I liked, uh, I'll call it back to a movie, uh, Captain America, I mean, Captain America, Captain Marvel so much, is the fact that they filmed it like a 90s movie. They are filming yeah. Stranger Things like an 80s show, an 80s movie. And in some 80s films and even some early 90s films, you would have stuff like that where there's like an, where, where it's like they're doing like a inner monologue that doesn't really start off as a, as one. It's just somebody reading the letter and then they continue mm-hmm. with them reading or watching something and thinking, but they're going somewhere. So like I, yeah. I've seen that before. It's the, the, pure breakfast club. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't need to see them all say goodbye twice. Like breakfast club, I feel is different. Like it, it just felt jarring. Oh, to it me. is. It, it, no, like, I, I get where you're coming from. Absolutely. Like, I don't need to see Joyce drive off twice. Like, she she says goodbye to that house too many times. <laughs> and part of me part of me was like, is this an alternate dimension of them doing it? Like, is that why there's they're doing this twice? Which is like crazy. What if it is? Mm. One thing that I wanted to mention about this is I loved all of the uh I loved all the music videos they had put into every episode. It it seemed like every episode or every other episode they had a montage with a popular eighty song at that time. Yeah, yeah. I it, it reminded me how much I miss and love eighties music. Devin, I don't know if anyone told you, but eighties music is still around. You can still listen to it. Ah, uh, nope. <laughs> I can't. Sorry, it's not the appropriate time. You don't, you don't have VH. You don't have like cassette tapes. You have to listen to it on that or. But I will, <laughs> I will, I will always love season three. Like season three to me is the best one yet, and hence, I mean, I will, I will continually wear this hat at the same yeah. time. So we need to talk about your hat quick. <laughs> so you have a yeah. St. Louis Cardinals hat in the Stranger Things font. Yes, it says Stranger Things on the side, and it says Netflix right <laughs> underneath where it says Stranger Things. So, so that's officially a license. When it you is. first sent that, I was like, oh, okay, somebody made that on Etsy. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, this is legit wow. uh, MLB uh, sponsored merchandise uh, from uh, a company called 47. So it's not New Era, but 47 is another hat company that does like retro looking stuff for the uh, oh. for the teams. But yeah, no, That's but cool. um, yeah, they make them for every team. Cool. So out in Los Angeles, you can find one that says Los Angeles Dodgers on it, Devin. I need to start caring about the Dodgers. I just do. They're the best team right now this season. I mean, if you want to get no shit, are they really? Yeah, they're like probably the season's halfway over and there's already baseball writers talking about them probably winning the pennant to go to the World Series this season. They're so good. And halfway through. I mean, if you want to see if you want to see good baseball, just get like a 10 or 15 dollar walk, just standing room only ticket and just walk around that stadium. It's also the third oldest stadium in the in the in the league right now. I've heard really good things about the stadium. It, I think it, I'm just going to go. It's go. the best baseball stadium on the West coast. I mean, the, really? the, that that's a classic. Like there's, you know, yeah. other stadiums that have better stuff in them. But if you want to go and just like, look at how it's built and enjoy the architecture of that stadium, mm-hmm. Dodger stadium is really, really nice. Is Pittsburgh's yeah. as great as everyone told me it was? Pittsburgh is nice. It's part of a. It's part of the third phase of baseball parks, where it's just, it's it's yeah. it's homey. It's it's comfortable. It's a good baseball park, but so is Citizens yeah. Bank, and so is Camden Yards, and so is Bush Stadium, and yeah, uh, uh, so is the Giants baseball park out in California, and so I mean it's yeah. All right, because I've been there, and everyone's like, it's the best in the country, and I'm like, is it though? Every fan base says their stadium is the best in the country, except for White yeah, Sox fans. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Hmm? Wait, except for who? White Sox fans. Oh. Wait, there are White Sox fans? Yeah, there are. <laughs> President Obama was one. <laughs> they play at Guaranteed Rate Field. <laughs> Ew. 
believe okay. that went over well. <laughs> well, on that note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for Stranger Things 3. Uh, tune in next yeah. week where we watch a movie that Ryan's been trying to make us watch for a while. And I guess we're I finally going to cave in. I cannot wait for you guys to watch uh, it. I cannot wait because it ties into Stranger Things 3. Ooh, by okay. one really? by one actor. Oh, yeah. Uh, little Gary Busey. Yeah. We Gary, talked about this. Yeah. Gary Busey's in Starship Troopers. No, no, little, no, no, no. little Gary Busey. Little Gary Busey. That's all I'm going to call oh. him. I'm not calling him by his real name. Um, <laughs> all right. So for you, next week, we'll be watching Starship Troopers. Until then, for you have to watch this podcast, I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And we'll see you next week. Oh,